Great. Well, um, we, we, we thought hearing from Matt, hearing about these things, but actually hearing from what the day-to-day -day is like for these guys, and they're in different, uh, different areas, different arenas, if you like, different sectors, um, and we've had uh, education, we've looked at um, health and community, and this is going to be kind of tailor these two together and look at government and business, and they're different, but um, I hope that for you, if you're in business, or for you, if you have any aspirations to be in government in, in any kind of shape or form, that this really serves you well and just, I guess, uh, helps you in your thinking about where you're bringing kingdom right now and maybe even some preparation things for you as you kind of go on that journey. Um, so why don't we do this? Let's swap mics so you guys can have that one. This one working there? Thank you, James. Uh, Sean, why don't you just quickly tell us um, what it is that you do just on day-to-day? -day? Um, well... I suppose I'm uh, a man of multiple roles. I'm uh, a software engineer. That's my sort of full-time capacity. But um, I also own a, a coffee roastery operation uh, in Hyde Park uh, called Pump and Grind. Uh, we've been going for about four-ish years. And we've had a, a sort of storefront for um, the past, well, coming up to two years now. And um, yeah, I think essentially we've been uh, roasting coffee on site um, and serving uh, customers, uh, our, our baristas that we have um, in-house have all been taught how to roast coffee, that sort of thing. Awesome. Beth, why don't you do the same? Yeah. Um, so I work for the Department of Health as a government analyst. Um, so basically what that means is I make complicated data, kind of trail through it, make it simple for decision makers to understand. Um, so analyzing data relating to NHS, local government finances, patient data, um, to help whichever government at the time is in power to then go on and make policies. Fantastic. I actually really now feel like I understand more about what you do, which is great. Me and Beth are married, by the way. If you know that. Um, well, Sean, why don't you start? Let's start really positively. Um, why don't you tell us what you love about it first? What do you love about what you get to do with Pump and Grime with the business? Um, well, I, I suppose firstly, I, I feel uh, to be in a great position to uh, be able to impact the, uh, the shape and nature of, of, um, of the business. Um, so I think Pump and Grind, we've, we've been uh, in, a, in a wonderful position to have a lot of people that want to work for us, presumably because of the locality. And um, as a result of that, it means that we get to pick um, staff that um, are very committed, very um, driven, and often go above and beyond um, the role that um, has been set out for them. Um, I think I also uh, love to dream big, and I think this is where having such great staff um, enables me to, to look at the bigger picture very often. And um, I think I, I do tend to have a bit of a tunnel vision when it comes to uh, what we are and what we can be. And um, in terms of that, that dream and that vision, I think it's very much something that we've, uh, my, my business partner and I have um, given to God. Um, we, we feel that he needs to be at the center of our operations. And um, that's, that's hugely impacted um, uh, how we do things. And ultimately, I think it's, it's blessed us. Um, I think uh, in particular, 
um, one example of how we've been able to bless our local community is suspended coffees. So for individuals that have, have come through and uh, would like to purchase a coffee for um, someone else, um, and it's not specifically for the less fortunate, but um, it's sort of um, turned into that. And it's, it's been uh, brilliant just to see how many people are, are willing and able to, uh, to give in that capacity. And um, you know, I think it took a while initially for, uh, for some of the locals to sort of pick up on that, but ultimately um, we, we have some, some daily um, uh, guests that, um, that take part, and I think it's also great to see um, that kind of community element that has, has taken place through um, the connections that our baristas are um, having with um, these individuals. That's great. Um, amazing, isn't it, hearing how intentional generosity just woven into just the culture of that workplace. That's great. Beth, why don't you do the same? Tell us a little bit about what you love about being a civil servant, about your job, which I now understand. Um, so I think for me, I'm really grateful to God, and I love that it uses some of the gifts and skills that he's given me. So... Um, I remember being a teenager and at uni often asking God, like, why am I good at maths? Like, what is the point? Um, but just knowing that that was, like, a really... Um, something that I was good at. And um, I think my thinking was wrong in that, and I used to think that the godly thing to do was to leave everything behind and go and do mission overseas. But actually God had given us... given me those, that skill... And as at uni, I started to feel more of a call to the workplace and what using that skill might look like. Um, so I love that it applies maths to like everyday problems and then also uses another part of my character because I get to work with people all the time and in teams. And um, so I feel really blessed in that way. That's great. Um, Sean, we've talked about the... Uh, things that you love, but we all know there are challenges. Can you just spell out just what some of the ones are for you as you kind of lead the team there as you... Certainly. Um, so, uh, Justin and myself um, are sort of first-time business owners, so uh, we've, we've pretty much fallen over every hurdle imaginable. Um, and I think, you know, obviously through that process we've learnt heaps. Um, but I think one of the, the primary things that... Um, we are still faced with um, is uh, some of the financial impacts and so I suppose to give a bit of a backdrop we've not really taken out um, any significant loans uh, we've not had um, you know major investment um, in our operation um, we have managed to fund this through um, both uh, myself and, and Justin working full-time in other capacities and um, I think we've ultimately had to live to some extent sacrificially, particularly um, in some of the instances where you know um, there's been um, items that have been stolen. We're in quite um, uh, a rough area, so it's meant that uh, in some some instances, um, you know, we've we've seen furniture and other outdoor furnishings stolen. We've had attempted break-ins, and um, we've also had some some opposition from some of the local residents that aren't students about the gentrification of the area and it becoming too uh, students centric so I think just in terms of um, as, well firstly being uh, relevant to um, all individuals in the area and um, as, as well as the students has has proven to be a surprising challenge for us um, 
I think also, um, naturally, with uh, myself and my business partner working full-time, I think time allocation has been um, very difficult in terms of uh, trying to, to balance um, the requirements of uh, both workplaces and being relevant in both environments. Um, it's sometimes been the case that one has, has suffered um, as a result of the other. Um, and I think in terms of our ability to um, give um, the, the, the coffee operation the the time and the effort it deserves, especially to, you know, encourage and, and push the, the the operation forward. Um, uh, it's, it's often meant, you know, um, using annual leave from in one capacity to to make things happen in the other. And I think, um, you know, we've 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 done that. We've um, seen great fruit in terms of some new contracts that have become annual events for us. Um, but it's certainly been a, a struggle. Um, I think in terms of um, the, um, the 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 overall operation, you know, I think we've we've seen it as um, a short-term um, difficulty. But again, holding to um, to what God has spoken to us about about what He wants this operation to be, um, I think that's what kind of keeps us driven. Yeah. When we stay with you for a moment, Sean, why don't you say just a little bit more then about that? So those are the challenges. What are some of the ways that your faith, like the truth about the gospel, just helps you in those daily hurdles? When you hit one, how does your faith make a difference as you get up, you know, in that sense? Um, so I think regardless of um, what happens in this business, we know that um, we have um, put God at the center of what we're doing. And um, I think the, the ultimate goal for us is to be obedient. Um, in whatever that looks like. Um, I think we've, um, as I've mentioned, been in some uh, incredible pits, but at the same time, when we felt like um, there is uh, no way out, I think has been some of the most incredible um, moments when God has provided for us, uh, has sustained us, has given us energy. I think the number of times when I've just felt like so um, burdened and, and really just sort of down in the gutters, I've got no idea how to, um, to, to deliver in the situation and uh, Justin being the same. Um, I've, I've um, come to, uh, I suppose, um, a, a new sort of thought pattern where I'll choose in that moment to, to pray first before trying to go through all the possible um, difficulties. And I think that's completely transformed my attitude. So even when I can't see anything in the natural as a way out, I, I still have a hope. Um, and um, I cling to uh, the prophetic words that have been spoken over the business, um, over what we feel God has promised us. And we know that that is what we're looking to deliver um, outside of anything else. That's great, Sean. Um, for you, Beth, it would be a little bit different, obviously, but um, just in the day-to-day -day with your role, what are some of the challenges that you come up against? Um, yeah, so I wrote down two. So there are lots of challenges and temptations, I think, that come with having a career or going for a career. And one thing that I found personally was um, almost like idolising success and... Um, becoming sort of proud, over-ambitious, really proud of myself for how well I was doing and that kind of thing. And um, what I have found is that God's kind of put favour on my job and he has put me in a position of leadership. Um, 
but very easily I can t just turn to my own strength and um, make it all about my glory and not his. So that's a real personal challenge um, that I don't think will be, hopefully is not just, well, maybe hopefully it is me, just me, but I expect others have also struggled with that. Um, and a second one is that kind of more practical is that often I'm part of the conversation um, analysing and discuss discussing the options for what the government does in a certain situation, but I don't get to make the final decision. That's with the politicians. Um, and that can just be frustrating when I think that, or I don't agree with the decision, or I think things should have gone a different way. And with both of those then, how, for, you, for yourself, similarly, how has your faith helped you? Just, I guess, not despair, or with the latter question, but even with the first one, like not find that you're chasing the wrong things? Yeah. Um, so with the first one, I have to keep coming back to my identity in Jesus, and often that's with the help of like you guys or my discipleship triplet. Um, because the truth is I'm not defined in any way by my job, um, but by who God says I am as his daughter. Um, and everything good is a gift from him. And this like totally takes the pressure off and is extremely freeing to go into work with that attitude because it means whether it, it goes well or not, I can turn to him and I don't have to do things in my own strength. Um, so that's great. The second one, I think, again, is probably a problem with my heart as well. That, and God's taken me on a real journey of humility. Firstly, just to say, Beth, who do you think you are knowing what the right decision is here? <laughs> Even if sometimes I'm really convinced of it. Um, it is often more complicated than it seems in politics. And um, ultimately, God is in control. I think another thing I've, way I found helpful to think about it, and Jesus says, kind of give to Caesar what is Caesar's, and the people that God has put in authority, um, they have they are responsible for their decisions before God, and it's not for me to judge them. Um, but my responsibility, as Matt said, is to do the best that I can with what He's given me on a daily basis. That's great. Um, so you both will have unique, uh, as well as your unique challenges, you've got unique opportunities. So just say just briefly a little bit about what some of those, being a Christian in that workplace, what the unique opportunities available to you are. Yeah, so I think um, with both Justin and myself being, a Christ, being, being Christians, we've um, had a, a big think about what what it must be like, what we want it to be like, rather, in um, in the in the shop front uh, on a day-to-day -day basis, and um, it's it's wonderful, like you know, especially having some of our staff being Christian themselves. We've had uh, Christian music on in the background. Um, we've had um, a lot of uh, discussions, and I think because it's quite a small space with sort of communal benches and this sort of thing, there's a lot of um, uh, community, I suppose, that you don't find in a lot of other coffee shops. And I think that was one of the big um, elements that we wanted to try and tackle as, as a business. And um, so, yeah, you know, the, the baristas are getting very involved with um, the, the customers. They're getting to know them as individuals. Um, and I think even more than that, just looking within our staff, 
Um, we've had conversations. There's uh, one lady that used to work for us, um, with sort of a, has a Jewish background. And I think she'd never really spent much time with um, any Christians as such. And I think she, she uh, mentioned to us on a few occasions how uh, particularly uh, Christian men um, that came into store um, and those that she worked with, she was just surprised at their character and um, had made a, a marked impact um, on what, how she perceived uh, Christianity and the faith. And um, I think it, it was, it's just brilliant to hear those kind of stories and testimonies. And, you know, again, in other cases, we've had um, Christian staff um, just, you know, taking the, the time out of their day, even when they're not on shift, to, to speak to other staff members about their faith and how, you know, their, their testimony as to how they've um, found Christ. Um, and, yeah, I think it's, it, it's, it's great to, to have that level of openness and our ability um, um, to sort of invest in the lives of the individuals that, that work for us, you know, being able to encourage them. I think um, in some of the other workplaces that I've been involved with, there's very often a little um, sense of gratification. Perhaps it's because it's a large organization where, you know, they, they don't necessarily see um, the impact that you're making. But I think just being able to, to influence um, those guys with encouragement and uplifting um, is, is, is wonderful. So. That's great, Sean. Um, Beth, why don't you tell us for yourself what are some of the opportunities that you feel as a disciple uh, in that workplace? Um, So government policymaking, as I said before, is really hard. Um, And I think the government often get a lot of criticism when things aren't working well for everyone. And there aren't perfect systems in place there won't be perfect systems in place because there aren't perfect people in place. But what I do get in my role is a seat at the table in trying to improve those systems. So it's a very small seat on a massive table, but um, I was working on social care funding. Now, when I go back from maternity leave, I'm going to be working on Brexit, of all things. but I'm in those meetings with policymakers, with politicians, and that means that the Holy Spirit is too. Um, and often I do have the opportunity to say, have you considered the impact on this group of individuals? What about the poor in this area who are more deprived? Here's what the stats show about them. Have we thought about it? Um, and that's an absolute privilege. Um, just a kind of a small example relating to that is I can't give specifics on the policies, but um, just an example of how I've managed, been able to kind of have that influence was um, to get some of the people who are inputting on these decisions to meet the people that the decisions are impacting. Um, so I arranged for my whole team to go out and meet um, people in the community with learning disabilities. Um, and I think that was really important for our team so when you meet the real people behind the stats and the money it's shaped the way that you think about things when you're back at your desk in the office Um, so that I'm really grateful to God for the opportunity to be able to do that that's great, should we give these guys a round of applause